I mean, this is one of those guys where you you had a small percentage of people saying this guy was a they they've been saying for a while this guy's elite, this guy's elite, and mm-hmm. to their credit, a lot of people, including you and I, I don't really think we were listening all that much because there was other fish to fry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the three O take where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the Three O Take. This is episode two one zero. That's two ten. I'll be your host, Kyle Corner, and I'm here with my co-host Nate Reyes. Nate, welcome back. New week, and uh, yeah, just the beginning of a new week. I uh, helped you. I I forced you rather. Yeah. To kick back, get fat, and watch some baseball. I appreciate weekend. that. I appreciate that. I didn't get much of a chance. I. Uh, I know because he's never going to listen to it. So I had a buddy come in from Denver, and I, I just, I, I hate hosting. Well, hold on, not to cut you off. Be careful of who you assume is not going to listen to the podcast, If you, which I know you're not going to remember this, but way back when I was living in Durham and we were still mm-hmm. doing this podcast. You're like throwing st- your roommate under the bus? St- yes, we started off one of the episodes. We were just like, so how's it going? I was like, Life sucks right now because my roommate decided all of a sudden to make asparagus and the room smells like trash. (laughs) And he decided that this week of all weeks was the one that he was going to check out the podcast because he said, you know what? You guys have been doing, you guys have been putting in the work. Let me me check it out. And then we open up the podcast by just throwing him under the bus. So <laughs> no, I'm not throwing him under the bus. It's he's still my boy and like it's it was fun hanging out. And he doesn't know anyone here. Like he came here to hang out with me. But he came in like Thursday morning. So I took Thursday Friday off. It's it's just a lot to host 4 days. Like to be responsible for plans for 4 days. It's one thing you're like, "Yo, I'm in town, let's hang out one of these nights." Then do stuff. Cool. Perfect. All for that. But to plan four days of like, where should I take you? What should we do? What meals should we have? And meanwhile, it's 108 degrees outside. Like there's only so much you can do. So it's just, I missed a lot of baseball. And then I took him to the airport like Sunday afternoon. You're like, let's, uh, let's go watch the Yankees get their ass kicked together. We'll film hey, it. To be fair, I said, hey, let's watch <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball. I didn't say anything about that. Yeah, it was inevitable. How, how are you feeling, by the way? Just so unmotivated to watch games. It's just bad baseball. Try to remove yourself, if possible, from like any maybe current feelings you have right now. and Try to be as objective as you can here. Okay. On a scale of 0 to 10... Okay. How do you feel as a Yankees fan right now? Not based on maybe a tweet you just saw before we hopped on saying that Judge what, is what's out zero, for, what's ten? Ten is let's go out and win a championship tomorrow, and zero is I never want to turn on my TV again. Okay. Mm, probably like a five. Maybe maybe a six. Middle of the road. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Where like for me, I, I hate missing games. I don't like missing games. It bugs me. And now I'm like, I'll get a notification on my phone when it's done. And it's going to give me a, you lost by something or you won by something. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's so bad. So bad. 
I will say it wasn't it wasn't as enjoyable watching the game with you knowing that you just every every play it's drained every turn of the inning is just yep yeah, well Sanchez is going to ground out into a double play here so yeah. it's just awful it's just bad baseball is it is it weird that both teams just haven't been good at the same time in a I feel like a long time a while like a long while 18 yeah probably yeah. 19, we were trash. Yeah. Uh, 18, 20, yeah, because 18, I was there. 20, 20 didn't even happen, so we don't need to, we don't need to go there. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, I just, I got I'm going to start diving into other teams. That's don't what I'm going to do. That. do. No. I'm just, I'm just going to start watching other games and like, don't do that. There's nothing I can do. There's no, nothing I can do. They, with this team. You can watch the Yankees because I'm going to remember this. I'm when, never not going to support them. When 30 years down the road, they finally get 28, and you're all on a high horse letting me hear about it, and I'm going to say, hey, remember 30 years ago when you were when you guys were still trying for 28 and you didn't want to flip on the TV? I'm going to remember that. If Let's just say right now, if there's an option to like go out on the boat and chill out on the water on a Saturday instead of watch a Yankees game, I'm going to choose that. If that's available for me, that's what I'm choosing. At this current moment. What's the bare minimum that it would take for you to choose something besides the Yankees game? Like if somebody said, hey, let's do this, or hey, you can do this, what's like the bare minimum where it's t- you're tipping 51-49 leaning towards option mm, B? That's a tough question. At we'll this point in the season. Right now, like, I don't know, like an oil change for my car? Like- <laughs> an oil change? <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's Granted, not you that just, bad. I mean, we can we can talk sweep real quick. I mean, you got Delta just three straight losses to the hottest team in baseball. Yes, five-game winning streak, hottest team in baseball. Look it up. So, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. I was expecting this. I'm disappointed we didn't put any sort of wager out before last episode. I'm not betting on this team. Speaking no of shot. bets, speaking of bets, your uh, your bet with me on JD Martinez and Stanton, not looking too good right right about now, my friend. Yeah, it came in too hot. It really sucks to be a Yankees fan right now, doesn't it? It's bad, dude. Because I mean, we we as fans, like you get to this point of you you argue for these players, like you're the last ones on their side for a lot of players. You're defending them. Other fan bases, other analysts, whatever you're watching, they the start media. pointing things out about your players that you support. You're the last wall of defense. That wall is gone for pretty much everyone on that roster. You can subtract about four or five guys that you'll stand by and say, these are my guys. The rest, I have no emotional attachment to. Take them. Take them away. I don't need them. Who are your guys? My guys, I'm sticking by, that I will continue to argue for, is going to be Judge, Glaber, Gio Urshela, DJ LeMayhew, Chapman, Garrett Cole. Everyone else, I don't care about you. You're dead to me. Even <laughs> And I love Luke Voigt. Like, I love, he's just like a meathead, like, I don't care kind of thing. But I, I could take it or leave him as well. I'm a, I just, I, this is it. This is what, this is Brian Cashman's fault. This is his fault. 
Like, let's get real about Brian Cashman. You put yourself in this corner. You decided to trade for Stanton. You decided that he can't play an outfield position anymore. Now he just plugs up the DH spot. You decided that Jay Bruce was the one you wanted to bring out of camp. Not saying Derek Dietrich would be the, the savior of this team or if anything would have changed, but you decided that. You decided to let Didi and Tanaka walk. You decided to trade Adam Adovino to clear up space to bring back Beck, Brett Gardner. And you decided to take forever on Clint Frazier and Miguel Andujar. And now the whole league has seen you with your pants down and they realize that those dudes aren't that good. Brian Cashman put us in this position. Look, bro, you were a genius for many years. You did a lot of genius things. And you could probably look at a couple people on this roster and be like, great move. Voight and Gio Urshela were diamonds in the rough, thrown away by other franchises. Great. Everything else you've done has put us in this corner that we're completely blocked off to making anything else happen. So the whole Cattell Marte trade, can we go to the Diamondbacks and get him? Yeah, but we got to ask the Diamondbacks not to spend any money. Or uh, I'm sorry, ask the Diamondbacks to spend the money this year so we don't have to spend any money this year. Because you decided that Brett Gardner was the one that was going to take you to your cap. You, decide, you decided on zero roster flexibility and you pigeonholed yourself. And I'm watching awful baseball. Just bad baseball like why do we, i have been on the marlins side because you and i can appreciate good baseball they're not going to go out and win 95 games but you know that when you watch their game they're not going to have horrible fundamental mistakes that is what i miss having to listen to a rod last night unfortunately made a really good point and when the red sox took the lead in, in extras it was you're watching a team that takes advantage of fundamental mistakes by the other team but they do normal stuff you get a man on second no outs it was a ground ball to the right side then a sack fly there's your run simple easy stuff i haven't seen that at all i haven't seen any examples of that they lead the league in and grounded into double plays they lead the league in outs on the base paths then that's not i'm not talking about a ground ball to the shortstop i'm talking uh, Gary Sanchez, an overthrow to first base, and he just forgets what the hell is going on, and he gets caught in a rundown, and then he just stops running. We got third base coaches. Phil Nevin has been gone for like a month and a half because of COVID, so we don't. I don't. We have a cardboard sign at third base, just pointing to go home, getting hosed by 10, 15 feet. Not even a slide opportunity. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And we're super, super just unrealistic on the bullpen. Chapman, great. He's fine. But he's not good in non-save opportunities. He doesn't have that fire, which a lot of closers are like that. Everyone else? I, Chad Green? Nah, bro. Your time has come and gone. Zach Britton's gone. Like, what, what at, what's up with that back end? Who's Licky? Lucas Licky, whatever the hell his name is? No, man. Awful. I can't support any of this. I can't support any of it. So clean house, package Clint Frazier, who is miserable. And any Yankees fan that actually legitimately spoke about him being in the gold glove conversation after last season is an idiot. 
Clint Frazier will never be a gold glover. Get that out of here right now. You and I watched the play last night. A normal short fly ball to right field. DJ LeMay was dancing around, and Clint's like, cool, I'll just I'll pick it up when you're done here. Clank off your, off your wrist. I'll pick it up. I got it. With your stupid tweeners. Let's get real about those, Clint. Tweeners? You're not good enough to, to try and get some trendy swag going, bro. You're awful. That's good. I'm it. That's it. Yeah, I'm done. We're good. Yeah, those tweeners are just god awful. What are we doing? You got to be a baller to do that kind of stuff. You're I, you're just so far from a baller. I had a response to just about every point you just made, but I think the tweeners thing just really pushed me over the edge. <laughs> I can't I can't look at those things. They're they're horrendous. Uh, tweeners is one thing, but if you're gonna wear youth extra small pants, no, sorry, Clint. You have to be good to do these kinds of things. Otherwise, just stay under the radar and shut up. Walker Bueller can wear youth extra large because he's a badass and he does his thing on the bump. Frankie Lindor can wear tweeners if he wants to because he's Frankie Lindor. You're Clint Frazier and you're a nightmare. You are literally one of like the five worst outfielders in baseball right now. Hey, let's go Sox. How about it? I love life right now. It's just fundamental baseball. And it's like it it's is. easy it's easy to watch baseball. It really is. You really hate to see Nate. You really hate to see World Series favorites play this poor of baseball. It, it's fundamental. It's fundamental. Yeah. Easy stuff. Easy stuff you're taught young. I think that's enough for the Bronx. Let's switch over to the Queens, Nate. DeGrom being accused of using substances. I thought we were done with this conversation, at least for the time being, but no, we're going to make, we're going to make baseless accusations against the best pitcher we've ever seen in our lives. I love the, I love the Twitter support from the squad. They started like a, like a tag support game. Yeah. It was like a thread. I let, can we just, I mean, in, in the, in the theme of being, real about things can we just acknowledge that the new york mets love them or hate them can can we just acknowledge that they might be the corniest team in baseball support your argument rats raccoons support threads on twitter yeah marcus stroman as an individual yeah it's all just so corny donnie diesel diesel donnie yeah it's creative and we've, we haven't knocked a lot. Well, you knocked the whole rat raccoon thing. I was totally on board of that. I'm just saying. I just think it's corny. I'm not saying it's good, not saying it's bad. I'm just, I'm just throwing a descriptor out there. And I would hope that others would agree with me. It's just corny. The, the tweet thread was corny. I get that. Because it'd be like, Kevin Pillar would be like, ain't no way the goat is using substances Am I right, Steve Cohen? Yeah. And tag. I mean, uh, am I right, Taiwan Walker? Am I right, Trevor May? <laughs> Confirm. Confirmed. CC. Who are we really CCing on Twitter? Yeah, they're out. They're actually. Yeah, that's wild. CCing on Twitter. That's corny. It's corny. Yeah, I dig it. No, I dig it. I dig I, that I'm they it. did it. I'm all for it. Because if there's a guy that you can just yeah, don't outright, touch him. You don't <laughs> touch him. Baseball angry media. You leave I him love, out of this. I love 
Okay, here's the thing. For those who haven't picked up on this about me yet, I will defend a fan base. I will defend a player, in this instance a fan base, just as quickly as I will go after them and vice versa. I will, in, in episodes past, I've defended Dodgers fans, defended the 2020 World Series. Hey, 29, 29 other teams couldn't do what you did. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. It's legitimate in my eyes. Yeah. Padres fans. Hey, like the buzz is here. We're, we're here to stay. Hey, I, I agree with you. You guys have waited it out. You're here. I'm going to respect that. I'm not going to try to shoot, shoot down the hype. It's interesting, though, how these fan bases or really other any fan base that goes up against the Grom that doesn't like what the Grom is doing and is upset that they don't have Jacob Grom on their team. They're the ones monitoring, monitoring the stream. Yeah, monitoring the streams of the game and sharing any video that they can get where he goes to his glove or his belt, which, by the way, he's been doing most of the time he's been in the major leagues. So it's like I, I can it. I can defend you guys on certain fronts, but when you come after the goat, sorry, you you lost me. Yeah, I agree. I think Degrom is in the the untouchable Mike Trout status of this game. We'll go after him. You can't. You don't look at Mike Trout and be like, he must be cheating. He's killing it. Like you can't say that about Degrom either. It's not cool. Not allowed to do it. Yeah, I mean, some of the things the guys are saying in the thread, like McCann came out and said. The goat is substance free. Can you imagine if he did use something? Can we imagine though, like what he would do if he get was better than this? I don't does, understand. Can we com- like? Does that compute at all? His ERA is under one. What are we? What's left? His it if Jacob Degrom used an illegal substance, his ERA would be in the negatives. He would be pitching so well that he would earn the Mets runs. Well, that's an intriguing idea. That's what would happen. That's the, the only thing that makes rule. sense. DeGrom comes out, if he reaches the negative in the RA, the Mets come out and put up a three spot without even taking without even seeing a pitch. That's what happens. That's what would yeah. happen if he used an illegal substance. Because you're right, it doesn't get better than that. He let, let me see his numbers here real quick. He's got a six point six two ERA. He's got a point five seven whip. He's given up tw- only twenty five hits and he has ninety three punch outs. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. And shout out to our guy, uh, Carabas. He put out a tweet the other day. It said, starting pitchers, starting pitchers have registered hundred mile an hour or faster. 127 times this season. Jacob deGrom is responsible for 74% of those. He hmm. leads the majors with 94 fastballs of a hundred plus miles an hour. Do you know who the next closest is, Nate? Mm, the number of pitches. Or who? Who's who's next and how many? That's tough. It's Shohei Otani. With like 12? Eight. Huh. Hasn't even seen double digits yet. 94 yeah. and the next closest is eight. Just leave him alone. And by Don't the way, be. if you go look at his RPMs going back to like 2015, there's no spike. So yeah. what? why are we even having this conversation? I don't know. I hate when there's things that come up like this that they... They become so mainstream in the, in the baseball right. landscape that we have to talk about them, even though we shouldn't be talking about them because they hold zero weight. Are we? We're gonna. I don't want to pull up this thread. Never mind. Pull up the thread. Are we gonna have a holdout? I feel like there's some stuff that's gonna go in with this CBA agreement that I don't know because we're gonna get into substances, we're gonna get into suspensions, we're gonna get into all that stuff. 
and it's going to take some time to come up with an approved subst- substance if they need one. I said it before. I'll say it again. I I don't. I just don't understand what the big deal is. I really don't. I personally don't care about this. I know clearly a lot of other people do. But I will say the one thing I'm tired of seeing is these baseball fans acting like they're the FBI. Yeah. Watching these games and posting videos to Twitter saying, oh, what do we got going on here? We've seen it all. Yeah. This is nothing new. I don't know why you're trying to act as though you've stumbled across some gold mine of information. Yeah. It's just like you're trying to expose as many guys as you can at this point. It's like. Like get your cloud another way. This isn't yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm for it too. You don't gotta hide it. I'm not. Maybe I'm tripping over my words at this point because I feel like we've talked about it so much. I'm not saying I'm for it or against it. I'm just saying I don't really care. Like just pick a direction and go with it. Yeah, I agree. We're in limbo right now. I don't like that. All I'm saying is don't go after the ground. Yeah, leave him alone. That's the moral of the story. He's a freak. That's it. There's no, there's no substance that's creating this. He's a freak. Don't touch Jacob DeGoat. It's just all these sad fan bases. Bored. That, sad, bored fan bases that mm-hmm. wish they had Jacob DeGrom, but they don't. Yep. And that's, and I feel for them. That's, that's a sad state of affairs. That's a, that's a pathetic place to be where you have to make accusations because you don't have them. Sad. Yeah. yeah. It's real sad. Uh, Nate, let's uh, just take a quick peek at this home run race real quick because, mm. as I've mentioned before, my guy, Vladdy Jr., he he's doing some things. Swing is butter. Just everything about it's butter. Let's see. At the top, my boy Vladdy Jr., coming for that MVP. Is that? Let me ask you this. Is this only because you've made this preseason pick? Are you just ignoring the fact that he's going to torment the AL East for the next forever? Does that not bug you? No. Does it like you're okay I'll, watching I these will, I will absolute address, nukes? I will address this issue come 2022. But as of right now, I have a preseason prediction to achieve. So I'm just going to, I'm going to ignore the facts that, or ignore the truth rather that yes, he will be, well, he'll be more than a thorn in the side of the American League East for the next decade, but... He's going to be a problem. He will be a problem. He is a problem. What is what is he at? 16? No, he's got uh, he's got 18. Tied for second, we got Acuna Jr., Tatis, and Winker. And we'll, we'll talk about Jesse Winker here in a second. Good Lord. Tied, tied for second with 17. Uh, Adolis Garcia... Coming in at five from the clouds. Yeah, put some respect on my guy down there. 16. Are you just saying he's your guy because you picked him up in fantasy? No. I'm just, I think he's forgotten about because he plays for an organization that I don't think really cares about much. I don't know what they care about down there. I feel like the Rangers care about baseball. They probably care more about baseball than probably like hockey would be my guess. It's football or bust down there. And the Rangers need to figure it out. Tied, no, I'm sorry. Tied for fifth. Also, Shohei Otani was 16. Which, by the way, I know we talked about it on, uh, or when we were watching the Yankees game, Red Sox game, excuse me, when we were watching the Red Sox game last night. And who did I say it was? Tim Kirchin. They were talking pregame. They were doing like their Dude, little baseball tonight segment. Every time Otani does something. Uh. Uh, what was it? It was like the first Japanese player to hit 
three home runs off of three other individual Japanese plays. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. He's just a home run. Not everything he has to do, of course. You could find something record-breaking with every person. Like, yes, Reese Hoskins was the first person to hit a home run after a rainout, and it landed in some dude's nachos. But I, okay, great. I don't care. Otani's dope. Doesn't have to be record breaking all the time. Anyway, it was a little mini tangent. So yeah, we the whole market, the games players and the game stars, like stop beating us to death with there, it. <laughs> there's doing that, and then there's doing what you're doing with Otani. Like we didn't ask for this. I I get it. He's dope, but like at least at least like media when Tatis does something, they're like, "This is just dope, and we want you to see it." You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, like, yes, this is sick. I don't need to see 300 different pages sharing the fact that he did the splits, dodging, getting hit by a baseball. But if he does something dope, I want to see it. Otani just hits like a wall scraper and it's like, it's the first time Japanese born player did it with his pinky coming out of his left batting glove with the sunshine out. It's like, okay, man, I know. All right. It's, it's legitimately, you know what it is. It's like when a, a a cat lady just shoves pictures of her cats in your face for the duration yeah. of the time that you're together. It's like, we don't, we didn't ask for this. We don't want this. And now we hate you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving along here down the list, Raphael Devers tied, tied for seventh with Matt Olson at 15. That ball he hit this weekend. Yo, my word. Yeah, we don't hit Yankee Stadium home runs, that my friend. That was sheesh. <clears throat> when we hit home runs, we hit home runs. All right. And it's not like your ah, left, right. field, your left right. field wall isn't, ah, isn't 380 right. feet away. Calm ah, down, right. guy. Yeah, but unlike our wall, Nate, yours is about 10 feet down the right field line. Doesn't take much to get it out there. Yankee Stadium is being Yankee gotta, Stadium the entire time. You got to do something with a baseball at least to get it out in Fenway. Every stadium, Yankee Stadium. And by do something, it doesn't take much, I I will admit, but at least you got to hit it higher than three feet off the ground to get it out of the ballpark. I don't know who you're trying to throw under the bus. Because if if it's not one of the five players I said I supported earlier, then you you need to stop. Your entire organization. Mm. That's who I'm throwing under the bus. Anyway, Nate, is there anybody in this list besides Garcia that surprises you? Winker for sure. Has Jesse to be. Winker. Can we talk? Let's talk Jesse Winker, Nate. Two games already this year with three tacos two each. Two three run homer games. No, I'm sorry. Two three run homer games this season. Stop it. Two I said, three home run games. I said that. No, you keep saying two three run homer games. Two three homer games this there season. There it is. The second was on. I don't know where the run came into the, <laughs> into the conversation. That's not relevant. Yeah, no, it, two three-run homers has definitely happened before. Anyway, <laughs> let's clarify one more time. Two three-homer games. <laughs> stop it. Don't, I didn't say anything. Stop it. No, I'm I'm mimicking you. Hit his second on Sunday. He is the first player in Reds history with multiple three-plus homer games in a season. And he is the third player in Reds history to have at least 17 home runs and an on-base percentage of 400 in his first 50 games of the season, joining Eric Davis and Tony Perez. Nate, entering Monday, 
Jesse Winker hitting 350, mm. which is second in baseball right now. 17 bombs, as we already touched on, tied for second, and an OPS of 1.077, which is also second in baseball. I don't get it. It's wild. I I love it. I feel like the Reds, we've talked about this already. The Reds could get to Padres status with the guys that they have right now. If you ship Winker, Castellanos, and Suarez out right now, this year, you will have a Padres situation where you have a ridiculous farm, plenty of money. You go sign a Manny Machado type deal. Maybe you get some superstars that come out of that farm, or you just grab three prospects and go throw it at someone else and get a crazy arm at the front of your rotation. The Reds could do this. They can't mess this up because it's great having these guys right now. It's great for what they're doing for you right now. But imagine the amount of holes you could fill if you ship them out of here. I have no doubt in my mind that they could go that route. Because that's what, I mean, that's, am, am I wrong? Is that, that's what the Padres did, right? They just loaded up on their farm, freed up some money, said, hey, Manny, guess what we have set up for you for the next 10 years? Watch this. And did all their stuff. Now look at them. They're going to be a problem for a while. The Reds could do that. They really could. And the NL Central, by that time, could be very much up for grabs. I mean, I think the NL Central is going to be up for grabs for years to come. I just, I, I think they continued to not look themselves in the mirror the right way. Same thing they did last year. It was just like, you get to the postseason, you know you're not going to make a run. I don't know. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Or I don't agree with that, rather. Excuse me. You got to have, you got to have some, some dudes you're excited about in your system right now that if you just keep getting studs with them and have them all grow up together, you're going to have a core come up in two or three years that would shock the Cincinnati world. The Cincinnati ballpark would be, I mean, it's, it's already a great place to hit, but it's just like, it'd be bumping. There'd be, there'd be riverboats going down, getting all excited be kayaks out there waiting for bombs, mustaches, people taking their shirts off. It mayhem. All of it. It could happen. Get it done. Winker, Castellanos, Suarez. I don't. He's he's running into some balls this year, but he's not hitting them nearly the way he should be. I think he's in under two hundred. But still, everybody's hitting under two hundred. He's got pop that can play. I failed to mention he has nine home runs in his last fourteen games. Mm, that's nuts. That's a lot of home runs. Where do you want to see him play? Where do you want to see him get traded? I knew traded? you were going to ask me this. Well. Which, by the way, I, would, I was hoping his success wouldn't have resulted in success for the team because at this point I just want to see the Reds burn since their blocking of our Twitter account last month. It's true. It's fair. But they're only a game under five hundred right now, so I can't say too much, especially coming off a four-game sweep of the Cardinals. Um... I, where where would you want to see him? Because I feel like you have something in mind. You usually I really do don't. I see I see Castellanos maybe in Atlanta. I think I mentioned that before. Um, I don't know. Winker's got to go somewhere sweet. You got anything? What do you think? Nothing. That's tough, man. I don't know. They're not going to go in division, so it can't be a Cardinal. I mean, this is one of those guys where you you had a small percentage of people saying this guy was a they they've been saying for a while this guy's elite this guy's elite and mm-hmm. to their credit 
a lot of people, including you and I, I don't really think we were listening all that much because there was other fish to fry. It's true. But this guy has just been swinging it. And this year, he is hitting it arguably better than anybody in baseball. It looks odd without the beard, by the way. Let's see if I can find a contract yeah, situation you gotta, here. You got to have a beard. Beard's for the win. So he's 27. He's on a one-year deal for $3 million. I mean, these things, these kind of things happen. You go, oh my, how in the world? And then they get their 20, paycheck. 27. Give them, give them, yeah. Trade him somewhere and then just, he'll have the pick of the litter this offseason. But if the Reds are smart, he's, gonna, you're not, he's not sticking around. Is he getting a dog this offseason? Pick of the litter. Is he getting a, a puppy? Maybe. Are you going to get a puppy? No. Are you? No, probably not anytime soon. We've been we've been dog sitting for people, and I'm just like, this is not this, it. This is too much. Yeah. Soon though, probably. But I just didn't have all this responsibility when we had our dogs growing up. House with a doggy door. That's when I'll be prepared. Y- you would think, my friend. You would think the dog we we puppy sat or not a puppy sat. We dog sat for this weekend. Pooped on the floor from between Thursday and today. Pooped on the floor five times. And he has a doggy door. So the doggy door ain't it. Anyway. Dog's just dumb. Nah, he's a good dog. He just is a rebellious little fellow. Anyway, let's talk to Jesse Winker. Pooped for a while, huh? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Corner outfield position. Does he play first base at all? Can he play first base at all? Sure, it's a, the, uh, the price is right. Let's see here. Let's do a little research, shall we? I'm trying to think of a landing spot for him that sounds good. So in his career, he has played a left, right, and center. No first base stuff. So all outfield stuff. I don't know. I can't think of anywhere. Might have to. Might have to wait out that Let's one marinate a, little bit. a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna marinate on that a little bit. Because like I said, we he just hasn't been on the brain that much. Yeah. He deserves to be. This is crazy. Big bop. To be fair, this, I think, is a guy that's getting talked to. He's getting his fair share in the spotlight. Yeah. There's certain guys it. that would do something like this, and it's like, it's impressive, and people are talking about it, but they're not talking about it enough. I think Jesse Winker is getting plenty of love, as he should. Yeah. Send right him to the Padres. Let's just, let's, I'm all in. Just no. put him in the Padres. No. No. Let's, Get rid uh, of Tommy Pham, because it seems to be a problem in the dugout. I don't like that. You're gone. That would be that would be rather frightening. Yeah. Jesse Winker played for the Padres. My lord. I don't want to think about that right now though, Nate. I want to talk about Patrick Wisdom. Talk about from the clouds. You see those balls he hit in San Francisco? Yes. Where did this guy come from? I don't know. Not a clue. Got called up from AAA May twenty fifth and has just been Doing nothing except hitting home runs. This is what he does for a living. Is just hits home Do runs. You, I mean, how often is this sustainable? You know what I mean. When's the last time we had a guy just come up and just has dominated from the jump and hasn't faded? Uh, Trevor Story. What's yeah, the guy that I to this day can still Trevor. never pronounce. Aristides Aquino. Aquino. He failed. Like he's fizzled out big time since no, his no, first but I'm, two well, weeks. No, but what I'm saying is, well, the reason I brought that up is because he, wisdom along with those two guys, I have a note here that says they've hit as many as seven home runs within their first eight starts with a team. So to answer your question, two yeah. comparable scenarios. 
Yeah. Granted, we have the luxury of having a couple years since those guys did what they did, or more than a couple years. So we have a few years since seeing what these guys did when they started up. But with wisdom, who knows? Who knows what he goes on to do over the next few seasons? All I know is that if you're going dead central in San Francisco, like that's no joke. That's a big ballpark. Big, big. I mean, this past week, well, he it was announced, I guess, today he was National League Player of the Week, rightfully so. But uh, six of his home runs came within the past week. He also went 10 for 23 during that span and had an OPS of 1.719. It's, it's pretty decent. Pretty decent. It's decent. I will, I will give you that. You said 1.7? Yes. That was a 7 after the point. I don't even know that stat could go that high. I mean, if you've got a if you've got a one in front of the decimal, and You're you just chilling. have a, if you have a but zero, seven. Yeah, if you got a zero after that, that's pretty good. But a seven, ride it, ride this wave as long as you can. It'd be wise of you to do that. Eh, eh, eh. You beat me to the punch. I was trying to come up with a wisdom pun. I couldn't <laughs> do it. Uh yeah. T- take heed of Nate's advice. Take heed of he did. It would be wise to. Ride this out. Um, I, speaking of riding it out, I think the Mariners uh, have <sighs> seen all they can Yikes. of our friend Jared Kelnick. But, I mean, I, I don't even want to rag on the kid because, again, anytime, anytime, yeah. anytime we talk about a guy slumping, I'm not going to, unless it's a Yankee, of course, I'm not going to rag on him. And even then, it's it pains me to rag on anybody that goes through slump because I've, at like, a much lesser level, you and I have both been there, yeah, and it it's sucks. The worst. It sucks. And put that, scale that to the majors, I don't even want to imagine what that feels like. So I, I'm not going to sit here and rag on the kid for this reason or that. It just sucks. He's in an 0 for 39 slump. Was optioned to AAA Tacoma, I believe, today. I think I just saw that news break How today. How many Ks, though? I thought it was over, tw- is it over 29 or over 39? Over 39 in his last... It was like 20-something Ks, too. Yeah, in his last 26 games, he was hitting 096 with 26 Ks. Bro, I remember in summer ball, before my senior year, I had four strikeouts in a game, and my teammates were just laughing at me. And then I just launched my bat into the dugout because I was pissed. I can't imagine how frustrating it must be. But I don't know. It's I feel like this is such a... Thin line of like this could make or break somebody. You really have to have a good idea as an organization. Like, is it worth it that the whole we've got nothing to lose, we're losing ball games anyway, might as well call these guys up. If you destroy their confidence this quickly, that may be something that's irreversible. And I I feel bad for anyone that you never know. You never know. He might not get another opportunity. This could be just downhill from here. It sucks. Not likely, but it's always a possibility. I don't think so. It's I think always he's very talented, but it is always a possibility. It's just I. This is a thin line of like, all right, Mariners, like you, you obviously you're young, you're talented, you have a, a bright future, but get this kid right. Make sure he's right. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I hadn't really even considered that until you brought it up. That's a great point. Like, sure, these guys are assets to a club. They're their revenue sources. Yeah. But they're also human beings. And yeah. 
if you if you were to drag this out even longer, I don't care how talented a a, a guy is. It, I mean, if if you go through something like that this early in the game, when you haven't had a chance to kind of bolster your mental game a little bit, because something that not a lot of people are really talking about, he let me I want to make sure I got this right. He because he didn't make the opening day roster, it was pointed out that he'd only played 21 games above high A, all of which came in 2019. Yeah. Didn't obviously didn't play in 2020 because there's no minor season. So it's not like he's just been hanging out working yeah. on his mental game. I think they might have been a little premature with this one. Hindsight's 2020. I get it. Sure. But again, it's like, what do we have to lose? Well, you got these young guys' confidence to lose, you know? I, I think get him right. Honestly, I don't want to see him again this year. Just get right and do your thing down there. He'll be back, though, because they did the same thing with Taylor Trammell. He he got sent down. I think, yeah, he I think he was the one that got sent down to make room for Kelnick. They said, hey, go down there, work on your swing. He's come back. He's seen improvements. So I think the same thing is going to happen with Kelnick. But to your point, it's like, why even bother? Yeah. But hopefully he comes up, does his thing, all is well. But you're right. They need to be careful of this. It's that that is something you do not or rather that is someone you do not want to lose. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. For uh, the guy. I'm hopeful. I think I'll be fine. But like you said, weird weirder things have happened in baseball. It's true. And just don't want to see that happen to Mr. Jared Kelnick. Nate, that was honestly all I really had. We didn't have baseball history this week because... Well, some... yeah, I forgot to address that. Yeah, the servers are down or something with the website we use, so can't... Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. So uh, no baseball no. history this week. I'm looking at it right now. Gateway timeout. So we got to get that figured out. Other than that, man... Today was really boring. Had... Four games. Come on. Nah, I don't even think... it Was it four? I thought it was yeah, three. All... It was only four because of the... Red Sox Marlins makeup game. No, it's three games, including Red Sox Marlins. Oh no! You didn't have really? if you, if, yeah. If you didn't have the makeup game between those two, you would have the Royals and Angels, which the Angels at this point are winning handsomely, and the Padres are up four nothing on the Cubs. So actually, that doesn't fare well for my fantasy team because I have, which I don't think we have not given this this guy enough love. But uh, what is it? Melanson. Adbert Alzale. Oh. Prior to tonight, man, dude has been, he's had some electric stuff. Anyway, he's getting knocked around a bit, so that's fun. Uh, but yeah, boring day in baseball. So hopefully yeah. we can get you started here with episode 210. Start your day off. Start your week of baseball off right. Yeah. And best of luck to your club. Who, my club? No, or their the fantasy club. Because no, my club is a lost cause. My fantasy, though. For all you haters out there that think I shouldn't be in first place, score more points. I don't know what to tell you. Haters, Nate, who who out there could possibly be hating on your There's, fantasy club? Score more points. If you don't think I should be in first place, score more points. I don't know what to tell you here. Like your hey. your lineup just looks at mine and gets intimidated and doesn't score. Can't control that. It's not on me. Hey, little side note here. I just saw it pops up on Instagram. MLB posted it. I wanted to mention this, but I didn't know how. But now that we're here at this point in the episode, no time like present. So totally off subject here. JMU softball. I know you and I touched on it briefly when we were talking yesterday. Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. But we need to give some love to 
the girl who took the ball seemingly every game, because that's what they do in softball, because they can. Right. Which is such a fascinating thing, by the way. Like, zero toll on your arm. That's incredible. I don't want to botch this. Is it Odichi Alexander? Sure. Does that sound right? Sure. She threw 1,057 pitches <laughs> during the NCAA tournament. That is wild. I'd consider that solid. She pitched in 64.2 of their 73 innings. And honestly, other than the fact that it's just truly incredible, the reason I'm I'm giving JMU softball some love, not too far from yours truly, and definitely a, a hot spot school for a lot, of, a lot of kids around here. So, you know, want to give JMU softball some love. A little Cinderella run. It, I don't care what sport it is. You got to love a good Cinderella run. And I granted, mean, they fell just short today, but. You bring up a good point. We are going to have to get some college baseball love in here as well. College is getting hot. College it's baseball is hot. The mo- one of the most electric things I've ever seen in my life. I don't know who is going to knock out Arkansas. They're just on a, on a run. Maybe we should just kind of thinking out loud here. Maybe in the offseason we should kind of dip into college baseball a little bit. Get back to our roots. Just, just a little we bit. Don't, we, don't have to go, we don't have to go heavy into it, but. I would yeah. genuinely love to to hop on board with a a team and ride it out the following season. That'd be fun. I'm in. Cause that that is just such an electric arena of yeah. sports. Yeah, I'm in. And uh go nuggets also. Suns fans. Fake. Fake. Any fan base out of here is fake phony. That's it. That's all I've got. So during this week, you know, like you it's it's Monday now. You're hearing this on a Tuesday. Then you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all those days. I'd like for you to wake up and don't chase curveballs. We love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. I'm telling you to take, you take. Don't tell me you don't see it. You look. You understand?